0: Hello, I'm Murray Newlands, your host of the How To CEO Show. The world changed when you decided to become a CEO. You can either crash and burn or you can build an amazing company. We are here today to give you all the skills and experience you need to grow an amazing company. I am delighted and privileged to have David Hazel from Managing Happiness on the podcast. David, welcome. Thank you for having me, Murray. So for those that don't know you cuz I know you well and I've known you for years um how tell us more about you and how do people connect with you I'm give you
1: like the compressed complete story I'm originally from Germany I've always been an entrepreneur had a few businesses in Germany but my dream was always to go to San Francisco Bay Area um end up in Los Angeles but you know still west coast because Back then in Germany, there was no startup scene. I really wanted to be part of what was going on over there. So I sold my business in Germany, which gave me the money to get my investor visa. In 2009, I moved over to LA and started Max CDN, the content delivery network. This is also how we met back then, a long time ago. Yeah, And um, we sold Max CDN three, four years ago, and we moved back to... Europe, my wife wanted to go back to Germany. I couldn't go back to German weather conditions. So we ended up in the South of Turkey. We were very happy. And today I run a small portfolio of businesses, um, Task Drive, Plus, Shortlist, 50 SaaS, Wonder. Um, I don't want to bore you with this, I'm not, not, not in sales mode. Uh, and I also have my passion project, which is Maxi, uh, which is uh, Managing Happiness, which is a group coaching course, which helps CEOs and executives to figure out what their personal core values are their personal mission statements and their three-year like um, goal setting for 90 days one year and three years and it also helps you or we also do habit tracking together so people define the habits that they want to implement in their lives because I'm I'm a firm believer your habits determine everything in your life if you're happy or unhappy, overweight or in shape, rich or poor, it all boils down to the habits that you have in your life and also the mental habits that you have in your head.
0: And yeah, this is what I spend my time. So today we're gonna be talking about what CEOs need to know in order to manage happiness both in their life and in the life of the company and the business that they are developing. So David, in order to think about creating happiness in your life as a ceo uh, how do you go about that process
1: first of all i think it's it's super important to figure out what you actually really want and um you should dig a little deeper than just like oh i want to become a billionaire because making money you know does not necessarily make you happy when you think like oh when i'm a millionaire i'm happy then you've reached this point and you're like ah still nothing happens maybe it has to be 10 or 100 million then we just like add zeros you will not be more happy um it's also important that you realize that what was a big realization for me that money is just a side effect of providing value. So you should never focus on making money, just focus on creating value for others, and then m- money will come. So yeah, I think key thing is that to really know why you, you're doing what you're doing and why you're starting this business and who you want to have with.
0: That. And so what kind of personality do you think makes a great CEO? Do you have to have that personality to start with? Or can you develop that personality?
1: No, I'm, I'm a am believer that you can, if you want it and you have the drive and the willpower, you can really change yourself. Um, I'm, I'm not a born leader. I had to develop a lot of skills. Even in my own businesses, I felt like weird telling people what they have to do. Or I used, I used to be very introverted. So being on a conference call already made me super uncomfortable. And this was holding me really back in, in, in business and life. So I decided to change this and I created a few habits in my life that helped me with this. I started to go to Toastmasters twice a week, which is a public speaking thingy, which is really fun and helped me to get over this. And I went to two networking events per week and just talked to everybody and their mom there until I overcame this, this fear. So I, I believe that if you have the drive and the willingness to learn and, you implement habits that help you to reach your goals, uh, doing things over and over and over again, then yeah, anybody can can do it.
0: Okay, so that's that's great. So um, we've got, if you want to be a great CEO, you need to change yourself. You need to understand how to change yourself and you need to create habits in order to make those changes. So what areas do you look at creating habits in? How do you create those habits and how do you stick with those habits? So um, in one, I mean, first of all, determine
1: what you want to accomplish, what are your goals? uh, And then, you know, let's say your goal is to become more in shape. um, Then it's very clear that the habit that will help with this is um, maybe not eating after 9 p.m., working out X times a week. And um, so like always the goal determines the habits that you want to implement and in terms of sticking with the habits, group accountability is something that works wonders. Um, you know, when you first all, you write down your goals, you write down your habits, you use a habit tracker and you tell others that you're doing this so they can hold you accountable. And ideally you have a group of people that are all working on the habits um, as we have in managing happiness. And then you have this positive peer pressure that push you to actually stick with the stuff.
0: I so this year, I- I actually set goals. Me and my wife set goals um, at the beginning of the year. We set um, business goals. We set uh, health goals. We set uh, personal development goals, and uh, and financial goals. Um, just to, to drill down into one of those things, one thing that really helped me was um, Chris Jones, who we both know. Um, he he put on on Facebook in January that he had done 200 workouts. Um, and I thought that was a great goal. So uh, I, set, I set that as a goal and I achieved 200 goal workouts this year. Um, and, and what's really interesting is I set myself the goal of 200 workouts. Um, and I didn't care whether, I haven't cared whether they were long or short. Mm-hmm. And if I was ill, I would do a really short workout. But I set myself a goal of doing lots of workouts. And just doing the habit um, has pretty dramatically changed my shape. Um, I wanted to lose weight as well. I've actually, I, so I was, I was at 195 pounds, went down to 175 pounds. I've been going to the gym a lot. I've actually now, I came, went from a size 34 trouser pant size to a 32 and now still 32 pant size, but I'm back up to about 190 pounds because I put on mm-hmm. muscle. Um, mm-hmm. my wife is starting to say, Hey, what, what kind of gorilla are you going to turn into? Um, <laughs> it's starting it to show a little she's like hold on a minute um but that all stem from the hey 200 workouts i can do that like that's a number that's achievable. it's super um easy to focus on and i didn't say hey i want to uh i want to um like lift this amount of weight or whatever it's just the 200 workouts. that that's, that's mm-hmm. been a really easy thing to set and and the other thing is i actually found a group of people that we share on uh on facebook messenger just, did we work out today what workout did we do mm, and, yes, yeah yes. that's very powerful really, like really critical and uh, so i think it's that's phenomenal advice um, also that
1: you that you um even when you're sick you do a little workout this makes the habit stronger because then you know it kind of always it just becomes a normal thing that you, you do over and over yeah and um Actually, I've been working out very consistently for many years, um, three times a week, one hour, you know, come, I'm, I'm, I'm very good with forming habits, but nothing was really changing in my body. And then I started using a personal trainer and everything changed. It's, um, sa- same as you, I used to, used to be 95 kilograms, sorry, you know, metrics is some German here. And, um, I, um, started working out with this guy and now I'm actually a hundred kilograms, but it's my, my, also my, my belt size shrunk you know i just yeah. like put on a, a yeah. lot of muscle and when you said like how to be a good ceo this also i think like was a real eye opener to me to use a coach in in an area somebody that holds you accountable somebody that really knows how it's done you know i think that's another key trait of a ceo that knows who to go to who can who's been there done that who can help them to do shortcuts and not fall into the pitfalls that you usually fall in you know
0: and so when you're thinking about planning those goals, what would you, what areas do you think about people planning goals in and how do you construct those goals? Cause that's often like, if you construct the right goal, um, then that gets you towards the end. And I, and I, coming back to the working out example. So I, I wanted to lose to, to go down a, a pant size, trouser size. And I wanted to, um, to do a number of workouts and I have another friend and he wanted to, he also wanted to, um, he also kind of has been working out, but he hasn't lost weight. And I said to him, and he, but he's very proud of the fact he's, he can lift a lot more weight. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, here's, one of my goals in the, in the getting fit was I wanted to look fit. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I realized early on that my goal was as much to look fit as to be fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he actually has the same goal. He just hasn't realized it, I think. Um, so I think that how you frame, like how you set the goal and how you frame it and really truly underlying the, the true cause of why you want to do the goal helps you achieve it.
1: Massively. Um, I think when you, when you put some emotion in, then it becomes, you know, if you, I want a million dollars, you know, that's just a stupid number in your bank account that doesn't really change anything. But if you have a strong why connected to it, it's different. You know, for me, it was with the getting in shape part is I want to feel good without a shirt on. You know, like at the beach, etc. Yeah. Know, and, um, when you can tie, then or you have a way more drive when you can tie these 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 goals to this deep deeper why. You know, again going back to your personal mission and, or the mission and vision of your business, if you can really tie some 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 emotions to this, you know, not just like oh we want to become the biggest blah, you know, like become like super so rich. If you can have a more underlying deeper emotion tied to this, then um, it's, it's become much easier to go through the rough patches and have the drive to just plow through whatever, you know.
0: If comes, you truly comes. believe that you are helping solve a pain point in people's lives, that you can see the light in their eyes when you, your solution fixes the problem that they're trying to solve. That's um, that the driver for, having, for solving it for billions of people. Um, and having a big business rather than just, I sold more widgets. Me, 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 yeah. You yeah, sold more widgets, yeah. I think this this boils down to uh,
1: acting out of love versus acting out of fear. Like with this, you know, uh, I told you before, I'm a recovering introvert. And um, I did all this exposure therapy by going to Toastmasters and going to meetups and just like talking to everybody. So it didn't bother me anymore to just talk to random people or being on calls. But really clicked with me when my yoga teacher said every decision in life we had to make out of love or out of fear. And this was something I always knew deep down inside of me, but I couldn't articulate it. And once she said, it it really clicked. And um, when it comes to selling, when I sell you this product here, because I know this product will make your life better, and this is really actually what you need, then I can be even a pushy sales guy. What, you know, an introvert, like, does not like to be being a pushy sales guy, but I can do that because, like, dude, it's going to be really good, like, freaking buy this stuff um and the other person also feels where i'm coming from versus if i'm driven by fear, i'm just thinking about like oh i have to hit my target i have to hit my numbers i have to pay my mortgage etc if this is the driver then you know everything becomes much much harder or public speaking or being on a podcast here i would have never done this in a million years. i would have preferred to shoot myself in the face versus standing on stage in front of people and speaking and um because i was filled with fear and i still want to get into this mind state of mind of fear then i can't really give a good presentation because um, it's about me. I'm like, oh, do people think I look weird? Do people think I'm I'm an idiot? Do people think what I'm saying is not relevant? Blah, 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 blah," whatever. Right, then I can't really give a presentation. But when I think, and I know that what I have to say here can help people to do their business better or to get their life in order, then it's a whole different motivation than I can actually give a a presentation. You know, it's like really
0: boils down to are you acting out of love or acting acting out of fear? That is a, That's some awesome advice. Who uh, who do you see doing this well? Who do you admire, and, and where do you get? Um, who do you follow? Who do you read? What? what where do I can find more information, great information about this? Um, about
1: fear, something that was very eye opening to me. Napoleon Hill. Are you familiar with Napoleon Hill? Oh, yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, think and grow Rich, Laws of Success, etc. Really amazing books. He wrote them. For those of you who don't know him, he. Um, worked very closely with the most successful people of the early 1900s. He worked with Dale Carnegie, Henry Ford, Rockefeller, et cetera. And he figured out what makes these people successful versus other people who aren't, you know, um, who are struggling. And um, in one of his books that was released maybe 10 years ago, um, it's called Outwitting the Devil, where he has a conversation with the devil and he asks the devil, what's the devil doing to make us not reach our goals? And one of these goals, uh, one of these things the devil does, or the key trick of the devil is fear. You know, he instills fears in us, you know, like not to ask for the promotion, not to ask the girl out, not to do the sales call, et cetera, right? If you're filled with fear, then things are going to shit, you know? And, you know, fear is still a very, very powerful emotion. You know, like you can kind of like, if you, you can also work really hard driven by fear, but I think it's like much better and you get more in a state of flow
0: when you get into um, this
1: acting out of love mindset
0: That is awesome and I think a great place to wrap things up David if people want to connect with you how do they do that? Um, you can email me at
1: DH at davidhansel.com or you can hit me up on
0: you know the, the social
1: the social webs.
0: And I'm also active, find active on Facebook You can find out more about this topic at managinghappiness.com yes, that's correct. I'm Murray Newlands, your host of the How To CEO podcast. You've been listening to my interview, David Henzel. Um, The world changed when you became a CEO. You can build an amazing company or you can crash and burn. Hopefully in this series, you've been able to give you the advice that you need in order to be a successful CEO. If there are topics you'd like us to cover, if there are people like you who you think you can share great advice with, we'd love to hear from you. I'm Murray Newlands, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.